Before we get too sidetracked uh, with our pants off, uh, Priscillian Murphy here on the Colleen and Bradley show. What actor makes your pants fall off? Hey. We could do that at some point. But we're not doing that right now. Would you live in this house? That's a question we're asking. We'll tell you why and what that means in just a moment here on the Colleen and Bradley show as we kick off the second hour. It's just after four minutes. After the 1 o'clock hour this Thursday, July 28th, I'm Bradley Trainer. That's Holly Roberts. And the question I said, Holly, is, would you live in this house? And I really want to know. And listeners, at some point, if you want to join the conversation, please do. You can do it on uh, email, of course, our show page, as well as Twitter. Or just give us a call, 651-641-1071. Holly, there is this house on Zillow that I was made aware of, courtesy of the Internet, on 8 Fairfield Drive in Dover, New Hampshire, that is uh, selling for a cool $339,900. It is five bedrooms, two baths, 1,786 square feet. It looks like a uh, like a really good steal of a deal. Sounds sensible. Until you look at the pictures of the inside. Oh, no. Is it, Can you uh, please do me the flavor? Uh-huh. Of opening this link yep. to this house on Zillow. Zillow.com. And, <laughs> and uh-huh. uh, tell me if you would buy this house. Now, <laughs> before you tell me what your answer is, tell me what you see in at least sure. maybe one or two of the first few photos of the inside of this otherwise unassuming reasonably priced especially when you consider homes are going for like twice the amount in the neighborhood yeah so you're like oh look there's a deal oh what do you see in the first couple of photos that might give you pause well bradley there's a reason why this house in dover new hampshire is a deal because it's full of junk it literally and like, dirt. i don't i don't want to use the word hoarder house because i think like hoard like hoarding is an actual thing it, so i don't yeah. know if that's the case here yeah. like, i don't want to misdiagnose something but this house, to your point, is full of feet of junk and garbage. And dirt? And trash. There might be a pancake cat hidden in there somewhere, there Bradley. Might, I don't want to know. There might be a whole family in here that we're not aware of. Oh. Certainly. Oh, gosh. Oh. Now, oh. now, for the listener, you're like, why would anybody post or, you know, sell a house, post a bunch of photos of the inside. And literally, I'm looking at what? 2, 4, 6, 8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 22, 4. Like, there's over, like, over 30 photos. In the majority of them, every room is filled to the brim with garbage. Well, and it's not just that it's garbage, Bradley. Well, it is that it's garbage. Because it's not just stuff. Stuff is different than garbage. Yeah, it's not like, oh, look at this furnished home that is com- fully complete and you don't need anything. No, no. This is like Folgers containers. There's about 30 Ooh. in the second photo I'm looking at. Oh, no. I mean, if you start to look at these photos closely, your brain is going to explode. Yeah, this is a hard yikes with the empty Cheerio box next to the receipts, next to the Folgers cans with who knows what's in there because I, I will tell you, Bradley, that once I stayed in a cabin that didn't have an indoor toilet and guess what we used the Folgers can for in the middle of the night? Oh God, I hope they weren't using that for that in this house. But I want to describe for you because again, I really want you to be serious. You've got, I'm giving you $500,000 to invest in a home. Oh, so you're giving me more than the asking price. Yeah, why not? Because Great. you'll need some money to do some stuff. Yeah. But I'm, I'm going to give you $500,000. You can go elsewhere. But like, again, this is a major deal 
Um, here's the description of this home on Zillow. This is an estate. This is an estate. Great. And is being sold, all caps, as is. Mm. Not for the faint of heart. Great house for someone to flip. Great commuter location close to all major routes and minutes to shopping, walking trails, and restaurants. It has great bones, hardwood floors throughout. How do you know? (laughs) How could you possibly know? Okay. Fireplace, (laughs) one car attached garage, Uh great corner lot. All caps, dot, dot, dot. Buyer assumes responsibility for removal of all contents. Do not open garbage door, or excuse me, do not open garage door, (gasps) front door, or back door off breezeway. Ten exclamation points. How do you get Why? What does that mean? Is something going to fall? Like bodies? Like what is going to come out of the garage door, the front door, or the back door? Oh, no. Also, how do you get into the house? Thank you. How do you get into the house? What is it? It's like that Marx Brothers movie where everyone's crammed into the room. And no, they it literally says don't open out. any of the doors because all this g- junk is going to fall out. Do you think it's haunted? Do you care? Where would the ghosts go? The ghosts show up and they're like, screw this. I'm out. There ain't no place for me to haunt. I'm not going to haunt this crap. No, this is scaring me. That, that house is so dirty. It scared the ghosts. <laughs> But that said, you get $500,000. Okay, great. Now, what's my interest rate on that house? Oh, come on. Come on. Don't think about it too hard. Okay, half a million dollars cash. Yeah, I'm giving you half a million dollars cash. Not taking out a mortgage But you have to take this house, and you have to get rid of all that stuff. How are we going to get rid of the stuff if we can't open the doors? I don't know. I'm also very confused. Why wouldn't you just... Okay, so it's $339,000. If you're just joining us, there is this house on Zillow in Dover, New Hampshire that's been like... I don't want to say it went viral, but I'm sure there are several viruses lurking somewhere in this house. Oh, no, it's like the ice caps. They're melting, and then things will be revealed when you take the garbage out. Like, just looking at the... uh, um, uh, Let's see. Just looking at the living room... There is like a layer of like, I don't know what that is on the carpet. It looks like it could be broken china or just wall plaster. I don't know. There's something on the floor that's disgusting. Anyway, the moral of the story is, why wouldn't you just pay somebody 10000 Because, you know, what is it? One of those like those like for lack of a better term, like companies who deal with extreme removal. In fact, I think we've had one of them on our show before. Yes. Where they will walk into a home like this and you pay them and they will clear out all of the stuff. Yeah, it's a professional service. Why wouldn't you pay them? I don't know. 10, 20, whatever tens of thousands of dollars it would cost and just add that to the price of the home. Is this because nobody wants, like they literally think the housing market is so hot right now that somebody's going to buy this and do it themselves? Probably. Probably. Oh How long has this been on the market? And that person, Bradley, is not going to be me. You're not going to answer do it. your question. I'm not going to not going to do it because it's just there's too much stuff. And that stuff probably has energy in it. And I'm going to get all weird because I'm looking at the stuffed animals and they are making me sad. Oh, and they're and looking I back at you. And they're looking back at me. I can't handle it. I will move to another place, another investment property opportunity. Bradley, what about you? You know, I wanted to play devil's advocate and say, of course, I would buy this home. And I try to think, even if it was a home that I was like, oh, my God, I love the outside of this home so much and the layout of this home so much. 
even then I don't think I could do this. But in this case, I think it's even easier because even after you clean up all of this stuff, you would literally have to bring this house down to its studs. Great bones. Like the bones, like I don't know if it has. And that's the other thing. You don't know if it has great bones. And guess what you're not going to find? Bones. Because how are you going to get to the bones? Well, you might actually might find some bones in this yeah, house, exactly. but they're the ones that are not wanting also, to be found. Also, look at this. In this listing, you guys, in this yeah. home in New Hampshire that is just filthy. And like, Holly, can you just describe, like, yeah. do you see like the, I don't know if it's the, it's like a bedroom uh-huh. and there's like a weird stuffed tiger I can't, chair thing? Bradley, I can't with the stuffed animals. You know my thing about toy stores. No, do I? They're just incredibly sad. Oh no! Why? I I I can't handle. It's like when you're outside of the toy store at the mall, if they still have those, and the mechanical dog that's barking that's on display. I can't. It's sad. Oh, I can't. Well, you definitely can't do this house then. No. Here's the other thing, you guys. I can't tell when it was put on the market, but I do know that according to the, um, it must have been like literally days ago. Uh, uh, it said that uh, 23 hours ago. So this has oh. been on Zillow for less than a day. Okay. And if you want to look it up, it's 8 Fairfield Drive, Dover, New Hampshire, uh, on the Zillow for 339 If you want to steal in a deal, <laughs> I would not steal this deal for anything. <sighs> They're doing an open house on Saturday if you want to walk by. How can they do an open house? You can't open the front door. You can't open the back door. You can't open the garage door off the breezeway. But literally it says, show. it goes literally, <laughs> buyers must assume all responsibility for removal of contents. Do not open garage door, front door, or back door off breezeway. Showing start August 6th from 10 to noon. You can't show that. No. What What are you going to show? <sighs> oh, we got to follow this house yep. and see like what actually happens. Mm-hmm. All right. When we come back, thank you for walking down that disgusting. This is why like this is why I've all, uh, just always been fascinated by the TV show Hoarders. I'm going to get a wet wipe now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to use some like hand sanitizer in the break. When we come back, Holly has a story about Sydney Sweeney. She's dishing some real talk about what it means to be an actor in 2022. And Holly will fill us in when we come back right here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back. Oh, I'm so excited for new Beyonce music to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. But while we wait, Holly has a story for us about Sydney Sweeney and she's dishing some dirt, even some real talk about what it's like to be an actor in Hollywood. And Holly, how did you happen upon this and what did she have to say? Oh, Bradley, well, I happen upon this on the World Wide Web. She's currently the cover star of the latest issue of The Hollywood Reporter. Okay, a great publication. He has a great trade in the world of Hollywood. And Sydney Sweeney, if you don't know her, you actually might. She is a star of two HBO series right now. One, the teen drama Euphoria. The kids really like that show. It's very hot right now. And also, she's a featured player in the limited series, The White Lotus. Oh, okay. I've not seen either. I do feel like I should watch The White Lotus, the Euphoria one. Every time people talked about it on social media, I was like, nope, not doing that. Bye. <laughs> Yeah, I totally understand that. It's a very intense uh, teen drama. But Sydney Sweeney, so she's nominated for Emmys for both of those shows, Bradley. She is hot right now. She is a young, up-and-coming star so in Hollywood. So she's somebody to listen to because she's got a unique experience that not very many actors in her stead have the ability to, to talk about. Yeah, and she's specifically talking about, Bradley, the fact that she's got bills to pay. 
So she's not slowing down in her work in Hollywood anytime soon. And she breaks it down to the Hollywood Reporter with refreshing honesty. She says of working in Hollywood, she thought, could she take a six-month break? No. She said, I don't have the income to cover that. Sydney Sweeney tells the Hollywood Reporter uh, that I don't have someone supporting me. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We'll get to that in a second. She said... They don't pay actors like they used to. And with streamers, she's talking about HBO Max specifically, you no longer get residuals. So that's interesting. She said the established stars still get paid, but I have to give 5% to my lawyer, 10% to my agents, 3% or something like that to my business manager, and I have to pay my publicist every month, and that's more than my mortgage. Oh, God. Yeah. So You know, this is interesting because like, I, I think some people might go like, wah, wah, celebrities complaining about all the money they make. <laughs> But when you realize that this is a like career, yeah. it is a job. Yeah. And when you break it, when she breaks it down the way you just have, you think, oh, gosh, I guess I never really understood what it takes to, you know, like all the different people you have to pay. It's like the first time you get a paycheck and you're like, oh, boy, I thought I was making this an hour. No. Jokes on Uncle you. Uncle Sam is going to take most of it. So that's yeah, I, yeah, wob wob. Yeah. But I still think there's value in that, right? Because yes. I think this humanizes the work that the majority of actors are doing in Hollywood that we don't appreciate because we're too busy listening to, you know, uh other actors complain that are generally probably overly privileged and making, you know, money out the Hoo-ha. Yeah, exactly. It's one thing to be a Nicole Kidman or Reese Witherspoon starring on a limited series on HBO Max. But what Sydney Sweeney is saying is like, yeah, I star in these shows. I have accolades, Emmy nominations, all of these things, but I have to hustle. And this is the way that the, the reality of being a Hollywood actor is in the year 2022. Sydney Sweeney, like others of her age, she's 24 years old, taking on a lot of influencing gigs on social media, a lot of partnerships with fashion brands, because that's because how you, you, have get, you have to. Let me just tell you. <laughs> yeah. We don't have time for this. But like, if you complain... Or if you hate the world that we live in, in terms of like people having 20 different side gigs, there's a reason. <laughs> like people, ha- people don't what? do these things because they, well, th- I won't say that. Actually, I think a lot of things people do on the side are the things that they enjoy. They have a passion for doing, but they've had to monetize that passion because, you know, whatever their, their main event is, is not, you know, paying the bills. And especially that generation you know, especially at the age of 20, would you say four? 24. Like if I were 24 uh, and trying to make it in Hollywood, you know, I, I would have to, I'd be doing the same thing. And God love the fact that there are so many options now for people to make those side jobs. The problem is it would be nice if you could do an honest day's work and not have to have like a dozen side gigs. Right. It speaks to the way that fame and Hollywood operate in the year 2022 yeah. and Sydney Sweeney being very candid about it. Yeah. And I'm thankful for it. I'm glad that she's out there speaking her truth. Now, I don't know, Bradley, if some folks want you to see Sydney Sweeney speaking her truth. Ooh, because why do you say that? My conspiracy theory. Ooh, I so, like, now I'm here for yeah. this. Uh, my crunch, cons- crunch, yeah. popcorn, get <laughs> Put my tinfoil on. Oh, right. Get it secure. Because this is the cover story of the latest issue of The Hollywood Reporter. Big profile. Wonderful photographs. Very interesting. Well, it was the lead story yesterday. But by last night, 
This story is buried so far deep in the Hollywood Reporter's main page that you cannot find it for the life of you. It is way you got to scroll down. You know, I think what you're suggesting is perhaps uh, other people in the industry are like, "Uh, don't look over here, please. Yep. I was going to say, does it sound like did it sound uh, what was the tone that you took from this? Because it doesn't sound like she was whining or complaining. She was just being accurate in a way that was probably troubling for those at the top. Exactly, Bradley. This wasn't a complaint. She was being very pragmatic about her position in Hollywood and perhaps speaking some truths that folks don't want you to hear. Oh, man. Well, good. We can go read it. And again, that's in The Hollywood Reporter. Just Google Sydney Sweeney. Yep. All right. When we come back, celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. Right here on my talk. Oh, celebrities. Thank God. Day in and day out, they behave like, I don't know. Well, we're going to tell you what we actually call them on a regular basis. On this show, the Colleen and Bradley show. Right now, I'm the Bradley. That's the Holly. Let's get right to those celebrities behaving badly. We call them D-Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Holly. Yeah, Bradley. Who's your D-bag? Oh, T-G-I-D. Thank goodness. No, it's D-bag time. Yes! Hilaria Baldwin. Oh, Hillary. What's Hillary? Or excuse me, Hilaria, as she would call herself. Yeah, but (laughs) you're on the Colleen and Bradley show. Like to refer to her by her given name, which is Hillary Baldwin. She's still doing things on social media, Bradley. Like, She's still doing things on social media. Of course she is, because that's all she does is things on social media. Yeah, that's She's right. like an influencer of the like first order, right? Well, remember, mm, she had previously said she was going to be taking a break. Well, that break has long been over. And uh, she has said that she had a funny misunderstanding with one of her children. Because how do you say vegetables wait what i thought it was how do you how you how do you say cucumber oh no wait the sequel bradley to hilaria baldwin's today show appearance in which she feigned that she could not pronounce the word cucumber in english even though she totally could cucumber how do you say fraud (laughs) but that's another story (laughs) oh god she shared on her instagram story bradley a photo of herself hanging out with one of her children whose name is romeo she said that Romeo in English asked her, how do you say vegetables? Okay, I mean, and vegetables? Then, and then she said, verduras o, o vegetables. She said vegetables, but she said it in Spanish. Yeah. And then Romeo was like, no, in English. And then she said, no, you are saying it in English. But Romeo said, but I said veg- vegetables. How do I not say balls? She said, <laughs> I know. I know, Bradley. She said, be proud of your own pronunciation. Makes you you. Speak freely. And you take after your mama and her own code-switching talk. So, oh, what? No. no. Gross. She's using her children to, like, reinforce this dumb lie of hers. Um, her poor kid. Also, so he was saying, let me get this straight. So he was saying, her kid was saying vegetables yes. versus vegetables, yes. perhaps. Perhaps. And he's like, how do you say vegetables? Yeah. And she's like, well, you're saying it. He's like, no, I don't want to say the balls part. Yeah. 
And so instead of just saying, well, you know what? Actually, I think vegetables is fine. It's vegetables. So think of a bowl versus a ball. Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, you could do something like that. But no, instead. And, you know, that would be a funny exchange. Like my kid says vegetables. (laughs) Like I used to say yuppersies for strawberries. I don't know why, but that's what my mom said. Because kids say the darndest things, don't they? That's they pronounce, true. they mispronounce things all the time. Yeah, so said Ark Linklater. <laughs> and um, who uh, was wasn't he also like on the Monopoly money or something? Didn't he sign the checks on the Monopoly money? Or who am I thinking of? I no, don't, I, don't <laughs> I, don't know. I have no a piece, idea. Something, uh, Uncle um, Penny bags. Something just fell out of my brain. I'll figure <laughs> it out right. in a break. Yeah, we'll clean but that back, up later. <laughs> I'd like to revisit 133 on 728. I said something about Art Licklitter citing the Monopoly buddy. Uh, Okay, no, but back to Hillary. Hillary's child. Yes. Instead of doing that, no, she makes it about her. Yeah, of course she does. Which is just gross, number one. And also, that's... What? No, he doesn't take after you. He's not lying. He's just (laughs) saying the word. You pretended to act like you didn't know the word cucumber. On national television. On national television, as if that was not your native language. Yeah. And while I get that when you're in a language, because I've actually lived in another language for a period of time, and sometimes you forget words or you forget which language you're speaking in, but she wasn't, she was on the Today Show in the United States speaking English with an English host. In New York City. And she pretended that she forgot the word cucumber. That's not the same as your child. And also, you're not code switching. You were lying. Yep. <laughs> that lying. <laughs> lying. Yeah. Oh, Because gosh. code switching is not what I seem to think you think it is. No, it is not. Or you seem to think, whatever, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, Hillary Baldwin does not understand the definition of that phrase. Yeah. Oh, she's nice gross. try, honey. Oh, yeah. And then there's also this other Instagram post, Bradley, where Hillary Baldwin is uh, saying that uh, enemies seek to destroy her and Alec Baldwin. Oh, God. No, enemies seek to destroy, like, freedom. Yeah. And, I don't know, the people in Ukraine who are trying to just live their life. I mean, like, there are actual victims in the world, mm-hmm. honey. You're not, That's not it. No. That's not it. Can we leave her now? Yeah. Carrie, who's your D-bag? You know, I changed mine because I was going to do Chris Jenner, but I decided to do Brand- Brandy Glanville instead. Ooh, okay. Um, mostly because apparently she got liposuction, even though she said she wasn't going to do that. Oh, so she's she, a liar, too. She said, I don't believe in that. But then she did it. Uh-oh. And we know this because she admitted on Watch What Happens Live Wednesday, yesterday, that she got the lipo, despite the fact that she said she didn't believe in that type of surgery. Um, I guess it was back in, in, like, not that long ago, by the way, uh, 2020, she had said, um, well, she shared a grainy photo of an old interview in which she said, quote, I don't believe in liposuction, but added in her caption, okay, so I changed my mind. Which, you know, that's why don't, don't say stuff like that. Like, I don't, first of all, how do you not believe in a medical procedure yeah. i'm not quite sure it's not santa it doesn't claus. require belief yeah i mean it's a, it's it's <laughs> liposuction you know. and santa claus i'm just not buying it come on now uh and i believe in both of those things i don't foresee myself getting lipo no you can believe in things <laughs> you like, believe in it yeah i believe in lipo i believe <laughs> well and that's one of those things that uh, with a celebrity making a, a bold statement that they don't believe 
in something and then going back and saying it, but particularly in the realm of personal aesthetics. Yeah. That they're trying to make some kind of ju- value judgment on liposuction and like that they're that because they are opposed to it, they are better than those who quote unquote believe in liposuction. Yeah. And it's like it's a medical procedure that people do all the time. Yeah. And it's fine. And also, yeah, so destigmatize uh cosmetic procedures. Yeah. Is I think the takeaway. Yes. Also, the side by side is interesting. I haven't seen her lately, and you can tell she's had a bunch of work done. Or she's like her makeup and hair is like totally different than what it used to be. But like the combo platter is like I haven't seen Brandy Glanville in a while. Um since she was and this this the picture on the left is her from uh, yesterday. Yeah, clearly this is a person who has had uh, some aesthetic procedures. Yeah. And that, you know, we were kind of, were we talking a little bit about this yesterday? Yes. Or you and Colleen were talking yep. about this? That uh, it's, where's my brain going? It was a couple days ago, actually, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know where your brain's going, but I can help oh, you it's, if you need it's it. celebrity denial of participating in aesthetics. And positioning yourself as better than when, in fact, there is no there is no value judgment on any of these things. And in fact, it's just it is standard operating procedure. Yeah. For many celebrities. Yeah. Like, I don't I to me, it's always been weird. Like people who are like, oh, I would never get that. Like, hook me up. Like, what do you got? What well, do you, what can I do? Yeah. I mean, I don't want to I don't want to look like some people look because there are, I think are people and we can all agree on this. If you notice someone's had work done, they probably didn't have good work done. Yeah. and Because the good work that's getting done, you don't even notice. Right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when somebody walks in a room and you're like, oh, 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 oh. Okay. Like then that's maybe, you know. Yeah. You want it to be subtle. You want it to be, I'm, I'm just saying like you can have a critique. Yes. But to, to, to sort of write it off as, um. I don't know, somehow like you're failing at life if you got a procedure. Yeah. Or, I don't I don't get that. Or that somebody like Brandy Glanville, and we also recently experienced this, Bradley, a couple of weeks ago. Remember Kim Kardashian's interview in Allure magazine where she was claiming not to have had X, Y, and Z procedure done to her? And we were talking about it. This was a whole article profiling Kim Kardashian. Oh, yeah. Skincare line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, this is along those same lines where Kim Kardashian, Brandi Glanville are are positioning themselves in a way where, oh, well, I would never do that or I haven't done that. And it's like, well, or the reason I look like I do is because I did this nine step beauty process, which also you can buy without telling us. No, actually, the reason you look like that is because you had like a five thousand dollar peel, which, by the way, I would love to have. Yes, please. But that's probably why not the like product you're trying to, you know. Yeah. Yeah. There's an there's a there are illusions. There are. Um, falsehoods being stated yeah. where it's like, I can see celebrities and it's fine. Yeah. That's great. You, d- but you don't want to give up the ruse. The ruse is, is you look fantastic because you have access to groundbreaking medical procedures yeah. that will enhance your aesthetic well, in a way that we is, don't. The crappy thing is, is what that then does for us is like we look in the mirror and we're like, I just look like a troll. And you don't. No. It's just that you don't have the same access or you don't put the same priority on because maybe you have to like be a little bit more picky about your resources. Mm-hmm. 
on the stuff that they're doing and they have the ability to do. Because again, if we all had access to that kind of stuff, you know, we'd all look fabulous and glowing and dewy and yeah, all and of I, that wonderful I stuff. would have no under eye bags like Kim Kardashian mm-hmm. because then you have to do the self-talk and Bradley, I've done the self-talk where I've looked at pictures specifically use Kim Kardashian as an example where I'm like, Oh, she doesn't have under eye situations going on anymore. And then I look at myself and I'm like, boy, do you have under eye situations? Yeah. But then it's like, no, it's fine. Yeah. But she has somebody literally living in her closet. That yeah. comes out with like a surgical bed. It just goes up to the bed. Like, <laughs> this won't hurt a bit. Oh, if only. Someday we'll get there, Holly. Yeah. Someday we'll have a, li- a live in esthetician. Until then, America, we're going to have to pay for what we do with some commercials. But when we return, Angelina Jolie just pulled a Ted Lasso. If you want to know what that means, come on back to us here on the Colleen and Bradley Show on My Talk 1071. Thank you for that, Holly Roberts, and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. You know, Angelina Jolie just pulled a Jason Sudeikis. I said Ted Lasso, but I realize that's not fair because Ted Lasso is a fictional character. Thank you for clarifying. Uh, she did, though, pull a Jason Sudeikis, and I'll tell you why in just a moment. Good afternoon. Welcome back. It's about one forty-seven in the afternoon on this beautiful Thursday, even though I thought it was like... Wednesday yesterday or two. It was Wednesday. Wait, yesterday. what day? Where am I? Thursday. Today is Thursday. Tomorrow is Friday. Yes. And <laughs> my name is Bradley Trainer, and the is president it? is Joe Biden. Okay, there we go. Uh, okay, so um, I just got to make sure that I'm on. Uh, I'm on it and in it and with it and ready to go. Uh, Angelina Jolie's lawyers tried to subpoena Brad Pitt at the SAG Awards. Oh. So, you know, I said, like, she was pulling a Jason Sudeikis slash Ted Lasso, because you'll remember Jason Sudeikis served one. Olivia Wilde. Uh, and while she was on, it wasn't like a TED Talk. What was it? No, she was presenting her new movie. That's uh, right, at the upfront? At, at CinemaCon. Or CinemaCon, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Don't so, worry, darling. So she was trying, and that's the one with Harry Styles, right? Or no? Yes. Is that the Harry Styles one? Okay. It is. Which is apropos Mm -hmm. so she's talking about this movie and during it a process server shows up and hands her this paperwork which allegedly if i remember correctly had to do with the custody arrangements or custody issue with her and jason uh yes with olivia wilde and jason sudeikis it had to do with the custody of their children so that happened and apparently lawyers for angelina jolie were so desperate to get brad pitt a subpoena as part of this like bitter battle of lawsuits that there is between them regarding miraval the winery company Mm -hmm. or the winery i think it's just a winery you don't have to have winery company a winery uh that that they stationed servers, process servers, not like, <laughs> here's your sausage link. <laughs> um, they, they stationed. How's that tasting? How's yeah. your first bites? <laughs> okay. I'll be back in a jiffy. Uh, they stationed process servers at uh, a variety of events, including but not limited to the SAG Awards in February. Like, literally, they tried to serve him. But I but here's what I don't understand. Please be I, I just I need to, to give you this power for the purposes of this show um, today, Holly, because mm-hmm. I know that you didn't come to the show with this. Um, I need you to have some legal expertise. If you could, please. Ah, well, I'll try. OK, so they tried really hard 
uh, to serve him with this legal paperwork because they wanted to catch him off guard. Mm. Page six says that they even sent a guy to confront Brad with the documents at the SAG Awards, saying that they likely would have tried again at the Oscars. But apparently before that could happen, Pitt's lawyers called off the chase before, um, you know, the Oscars uh, actually happened. Why would you need to do that? Why would you need to go to such lengths as to like station process servers, these like, you know, human beings who have a job to do, but still at like the red carpet of the SAG Awards to be like, as Brad Pitt's like, you know, waving to the cameras to go like, here you go. You've been served. Brad, I think that this is a new celebrity power move because if that happened, if those papers were served to Brad Pitt while he was on the red carpet of the SAG Awards or even the Oscars, these are global media events. Yep. There is no way, shape, or form that Brad Pitt could avoid being served these papers and not look a fool. And yeah. I feel like Angelina Jolie's people understood that being that you can't avoid this. And if this is shoved in your face and all the cameras are on you, what are you going to do and how are you going to act? And you're going to be judged and how you react to that. So I get that. So it puts him on the spot, certainly. But yeah. also there must be a certain amount of like, I want to ma- we want to make him look bad. Yeah. You know, where which is interesting because, you know, with with Olivia Wilde getting served, there was a weird sort of blowback or pushback to that. Mm-hmm. You know, Jason Sudeikis came out right away and was like, I had no idea this was going to happen. This was not my doing. Sure, Jan. Sure, Jan. <laughs> because, well, like, and even if it wasn't your intention, you hired those people, right? Yeah. Okay, so it's your legal representation. But but I imagine there was some weird blowback because you had the the, the image of this woman being handed a, like, uh, unknown or an envelope with unknown stuff in it yeah like there's just like a weird moment visually that that creates that i think made people rush to her defense in a way yeah that seemed to backfire perhaps in a way that i think if angelina jolie had done this to brad pitt it would it wouldn't have worked out that way right so like i guess what i'm saying is this is to sort of make him look like he's the bad guy yeah well that brad pitt we can't track you down to serve papers so we're going to invade your public appearances and make sure that you're being held accountable i mean that's kind of the read on that of being served papers in such a public way is that i'm going to force you to be accountable in a way that perhaps the read would be that you're not being behind the scenes so we're going to air this dirty laundry publicly so to speak yeah, it's just it, it seems like an interesting, weird power move. I yeah. guess when it comes to Angelina Jolie, it makes sense because she is sort of like she's always like pulling them power moves. I mean, she's the one who sold the winery. This whole thing, by the way, if you're not familiar with this, this whole thing has to do with the fact that she show show she sold seashells down by the seashore. She sold her interest in the winery Miraval yes. to Stoli. Yes. God, that is a tongue twister. She Sold Stoli her share of the winery. She sure did, and that made Brad. She sure did. (laughs) She sure did. (laughs) And it made Brad Pitt very upset. Yeah, saying that she negated on a deal that they had concerning the Miraval Winery in France. But it is again a power move on her part, right? Like she's in the driver's seat. Like I just sold it to your competitor. (laughs) What are you going to do about it? Well, apparently they're going to legal uh, legalize this situation to Kingdom Come. Uh, because there's no sign of this this issue going away, and I thought we were just dealing with the like 
leftover custody bits. Mm -hmm. In fact, it turns out, um, you know, now there's this back and forth in multiple courts about this winery. So, well, yeah. And the report was last week that Angelina Jolie had won the legal battle against Brad Pitt in this Chateau Miraval winery lawsuit. So, they ruled on the side of Angelina Jolie on this uh, by all means, according to reports that they said, OK, well, it's fine that you sold your interest to a third party in all of this. Yeah. So so I don't know where this is he- heading uh, necessarily, but it's so interesting to me that like, you know, criminals and like, you know, the government can come to an agreement like a settlement, you know, like who did we just or not a settlement? Um Oh, that was a bad example. I was just thinking of Shakira. She did not take the settlement. But what I'm saying is like, you know, people who've done worse have been able to work out an arrangement to take accountability for whatever their actions were. Yeah, take a And here you have these two incredibly privileged, resourceful, successful human beings that are literally just um, litigating over their egos at this point. At least that's what it seems. So I don't know if one is supposed to look better than the other in this particular arrangement. But to me, they both just look like very petulant children. Yeah, I don't think that anybody looks good in this situation. And it goes to the fact that, man, these things go on for years. Yeah. Have you ever tried their wine? No. I, for obvious reasons, haven't either. But I'd be curious if it was actually like worth fighting Talk over. to Lori and Julia. They've had Chateau oh, Miraval. Okay, well, maybe I'll ask them at a break. Yeah. When we come back, Holly has a question for you. What's the most you've ever spent on concert tickets? 651-641-1071. Mm.